Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Redacted. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Turn boys, it down. Boys. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Losers Lounge. No reaction from you, no, Elon. Chat's no. in rare no, form dude. already. Man. We haven't even. Started we are presented yet. by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Nuggets fall tonight to the Minnesota Timberwolves, one twenty-four, one eleven. We're gonna break it all down. I know I got a lot of takes on it. I think these guys have a couple takes that they can come up with about it i have one take okay uh, i'll save that for your big takeaway um i'm harrison wind that man's voice that you just heard that's eric weedham you know him as d-line that's right guys uh living the dream uh, everything that we thought could happen happened let's go <laughs> also joined by brendan vote what's up man tough vibes on our end of things at least the avs are down three one I don't think that helps. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. No, that's oh, not no. good. The odds are down 3 1. The best part of the night might have been our homies from uh, Australia that stopped by. No, the maybe. Bar. That was the absolute best part of the night. Dude, the bar was popping tonight. Yeah. And a couple of other uh, locales <laughs> made the trip. And then people, it popped. People left. They yeah. said, Do you want to come up and go in the studio? And they said, No, don't ever ask me. <laughs> that, that, that means it's really bad. Yeah. That's like something usually. People don't turn down. Anyways, you guys want to do a fast recap? Oh, oh make let's it, make it make it so very fast. talk about how we got here. I just go, I'm just kidding. Let's, let's do fast that fast recap. Um, this game started with really bad Nuggets defense. Minnesota was up 18-11 early. Just really bad defense from the starters. Then the bench came in, kind of changed the energy of this one. All of a sudden, it was tied up at 21. Christian Brown, Zeke Naji, Vlako Chanchar, Bones Highland, Bruce Brown. Then Jamal was kind of staggering with the bench. The bench found something for a second at the end of the first, beginning of the second quarter. Nugget starters came back in, and Denver was just missing easy shots. Yoke, Aaron Gordon, just missing bunnies at the rim. Aaron Gordon went 0-10 from the field in the first half tonight. That was fun. That was wild. All of them were like, most of them, I'm sorry, most of those shots were at the rim. Wolves back up by 8 when the starters you know, had been in for a little. Um, there was a moment late in the second quarter when you felt like Denver had some momentum. Nuggets got a great Michael Porter Jr. three off the Murray-Jokic two-man game. There was a cut by Jamal. Yoke fed him, kicked it out to MPJ on the wing, banged a three. That was maybe like the best possession of this game for Denver. Um, I thought the Nuggets got caught up in the officiating in the second quarter. Yep. There were a lot of questionable calls. Scott Foster was on the call. Tonight, he was refereeing. He was the crew chief. And I felt like a couple of the calls that went against Denver 
Nuggets got in their own heads. Yep. They were complaining about everything. They were complaining about bad calls and calls that were fine. And I just felt like it kind of affected them a little bit. Um, they were arguing everything, lost their composure a little bit. Then Nicole Jokic got mad. Uh, Nuggets went on a little 10-3 run. Jokic had an and one layup to had bring it back look. to five points. Denver's getting stops. Jokic did pick up his third foul, had to go to the bench with a couple minutes left in the second. Denver trailed by five at the half. First half, Jamal Murray didn't do anything. You didn't even know he was out there. Third quarter, Jamal Murray came out on fire. Did a total 180 from the effect he had in the first half. Hit a three, a couple nice passes. He was engaged. He was active on the offensive end and the defensive end. Denver tied this game just a couple minutes into the third quarter. Uh, but then late in the third, early in the fourth, Minnesota started to separate. Christian Brown could not get off the bench. Back-to-back Bones Highland threes with 10 minutes left in the fourth. All of a sudden, it was a two-point game again. Jokic came back with about eight minutes left with the Nuggets down by eight, 103.95. You felt like, all right, maybe Denver could just you know get this to five points or so going into clutch time and then make a game of this. Uh, but then... You know, Timberwolves got this lead back to double digits. Jokic hit a three. Michael Porter Jr. hit a three, but it just wasn't enough. Denver couldn't score down the stretch. They couldn't get stops down the stretch. The Nuggets looked tired. This was just an old-fashioned loss. Yep. I'll go for big takeaways, D-Line. You're up, you're up first. What's your I big mean, takeaway? Listen, I can tell by the tenor and the temperature of the chat. Nobody wants to hear it. But, I mean, this, is the most, this was the most scheduled loss that the Denver Nuggets have had this season. They, we had an emotional letdown. We had a late travel game. Like, they just didn't have their legs, man. Aaron Gordon looked just cooked. He was so tired. He was 0 for 10 in the first, in the first half. Jamal Murray, who we were really counting on to be this, you know, like since we did not play him last night in the huge game, uh, instead opting to play him this night uh, so that we could play the more important, get the more important win, the conference win. He was a complete no-show in the first half. He was 0 for 2 in the first half. Uh, he came to life in the third quarter a little bit, but like just not at all enough, uh, really from anybody. Jokic had an okay night, but not by his standards. Like, the team was tired, and you get it. Like, you just – this is one of these nights, man. Back-to-backs in the NBA are like just they, – they just steal money from fans. They <laughs> that's really a, do. That's a take right there. I, I always feel this way. Yeah. Um, vote, what's your big takeaway? Well, first of all, I've got to own this. I accidentally said the S word in the pregame. I wasn't even using it, and it's intended constantly. That actually is a good point. <clears throat> you did I was just referencing the, the S word. people got mad at me for it. Well – you're so much you're of still, a... I did, all I did was reference your original sin. You're such an asshole that I got yelled at. <laughs> uh, but moving beyond that, I think my real takeaway is we talked before the game about we did the confidence meter in the Nuggets. Yeah. And I think we nailed it. And tonight's... What we were really articulating on the other side of the fence coming off the Boston High was talking about why they definitely earned being in the heating up but why we weren't quite ready to go to out of control. Yeah, and man. I think this loss is a good example of why. You know, they are not that team that's going to win 65 games, or at least they didn't play that way tonight and haven't been that way, you know, so far this season. Did Is this a bad enough loss that you move them back on that meter? No. No. But I think it actually kind of helps highlight this team does just take their foot off the gas sometimes. And... You know, the goal is not to win every regular season game, although they would say that going into each game on a game-to-game -game basis. The goal is to win in June. 
Having said that, like I think the reason you can't go all the way with this team in terms of losing your minds and getting really excited is just they do take their feet off the gas. And as easy as that can be to explain, it's that much hard to watch, you know? Uh, but listen, yeah. like you take if you're driving cross country and you're running out of gas, you take your foot off of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> they didn't have any gas. They had no gas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, sometimes the very, very, very best teams do. So that is why I, you every, know, I don't. Every very best team does. And and yes. like and listen, like it's not. I don't think this is the worst loss in the world, but it is an annoying one. And I it's think annoying. it's and I think it's a good example of just the hang up, just the hang up in terms of okay, they did show us what gets us really excited. You know, what, why why we're like ready to 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 believe in this team again, but there's still more they can show us, and tonight's a good example of, of what they don't always do. Yeah. You could tell they were tired tonight, really from the opening quarter, or the opening tip, it the, felt the, like. Yeah, the second the game started, you're like, You just oh compare God. how they were moving last night in that first quarter against Boston to how they were moving in the first quarter tonight. There was obviously some fatigue. I mean, if we can just go over like the timeline of what happened in the lead up to the game, when does that Boston game end last night? Well, let's 10 see. When was it supposed to end, or when did it end after the 45 minute delay? Oh, that's a good point. 9 30, 10 o'clock. Then you have to do media. You have to get on the bus. You have to go to the airport. You probably don't get to Minnesota until like 2 a.m. You play the game the next day. Look, I'm not like trying to give excuses, but that's just the reality of the situation on a back-to-back. It's a tough schedule. Some would call it a scheduled loss. But, um, I mean, my takeaway from tonight is just that the defense wasn't good enough, and Minnesota is not a good offensive team. Um, they've lost, what, six straight? Seven straight? Heading into tonight? Yep. They've been losing a lot of games. They just had a players-only meeting. I mean, Minnesota has been in a tailspin, and the Nuggets just let the Timberwolves get healthy tonight i mean they let them get in a rhythm tonight and um jaden mcdaniels had a great game anthony edwards had 29 points Jalen noel got most of what he wanted around the rim and uh denver's defense just wasn't good enough and i was also confused about how last game it felt like denver stumbled upon this great yes. bench lineup yeah. with aaron gordon and we did not see that tonight and now I'm wondering if they only stumbled upon it because Jamal Murray did not play. And that's what I'm actually a little concerned about. Or, or if no AG, what about the KCP look we've seen? And, you know, that goes back to the Memphis game. But it was Jamal and Bruce that staggered. It was, it was pretty weird. Or, or, I'm sorry, Bruce was on the bench tonight. Excuse me. So it was Jamal. KCP was also hurt a little in right, the first so half. I don't know if that... But it was a was I, a thing. I thought like I thought Malone had a great game last night. Yes, and he did. I thought he had a bad game tonight. I thought he there were a lot of great things that were uncovered and discovered, and then he just kind of went away from them. Christian Brown didn't play very much. I thought there was a like you were just mentioning a second unit that at least warranted another look, um, and it just wasn't really what we got tonight. So I, I thought it was a kind of a weird night for Malone for sure. Totally. Yeah. There yeah. were. I mean, there was very curious decisions. The handling of Christian Brown tonight was very bizarre. Like, well, let me think, well, yeah, let's talk about that. Real you would quick. think that, you know, if you're talking about a team that's very beleaguered, very tired, uh, you'd sort of lean on young, fresh legs to sort of, you know, you were like, okay, yeah. on Jamal, a back to back. Yeah, Jamal, you, you didn't need play last defense. night. We need you, Christian Brown. Like, we, you played last night, but you're what, like 19 years old or something. Like, you'll be okay. Get in there. And so we had a ton of Zeke minutes, which were not great. 
Um, but I, it, it was, it, that was strange. I, I, I really don't have an explanation for that at all. I don't either, because Christian Brown, I'm sorry we're already here, like seven minutes into the show, but Christian Brown was the Nuggets' second sub of the game tonight. Came in at the 555 mark of the first quarter for Jamal Murray. He had that dunk, his first touch of the game, I'm pretty sure. I tweeted about it. I thought he made a couple things happen. He was a plus three in those three minutes. Then he subbed out after three minutes for Jamal Murray and then never came back in. And I'm totally with you, D-Line. Second out of a back-to-back, you're low on energy. You just don't have that same force that you had last night. That was obvious. A guy like Christian Brown, that's exactly what he can provide. And he can provide defense, which you also needed tonight. So that was confusing. Um, I'm... I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't play more. I don't either. I, I mean, I certainly don't think that that would have swung the tide of the game, but like that, that is a, like, all right, you got to use all of the tools at your disposal when you're already at such a huge disadvantage. And he didn't. I mean, he just didn't. Like, there, there are nights, you know, that I feel like in the last three, four, five games, we've been sort of like in a positive Malone headspace. We've been praising his rotations. We've been praising the staggers and, you know, some of the levers he's been pulling. But tonight he just, I don't, I mean, again, I don't think that he could have coached his way to winning this game. Like the Nuggets were just that dead tired. They were just that Potentially. But, you know, um, he just didn't, he, he didn't put them in a position to potentially win. Yeah. They had that great bench lineup last game featuring Aaron Gordon and, uh, I caught a couple clips on this. I posted a tweet this afternoon, but just Aaron Gordon's size and his playmaking and his passing and like how he can handle the ball in the open floor and just his athleticism gave something to that second unit last night. And uh, they could have used that tonight. Kale, we don't want to see the chat anymore. Can you just make us full screen? I don't want to do it. I love, I love you guys. You got I can't do it. Um, vote has gone. He's gone post ankle showing. Now he's going like <laughs> no. You've he, taken it a little you've too taken far. It too vote. far, dude. Some it's folks like, are uncomfortable. <laughs> Can you raise your leg yeah, up a little higher? One of the higher. people uncomfortable is is me, Eric Weedham. D line. Uh, anyway, another um, continue, yeah. Another storyline from tonight I thought was Jamal Murray's night. Jamal Murray goes for fourteen points, three rebounds, four assists, six to twelve shooting in thirty five minutes. So if you missed. Yesterday's show, if you missed what happened in the Boston game, Jamal Murray was questionable going into that game. He doesn't play both set both games in a back-to-back as it is. The thinking was, from the Nuggets' perspective, is they held him out of that Boston game so he would be, you know, Man. 100%, no yeah. soreness, totally. good to go tonight for this Western Conference divisional matchup. And then in the first half, Jamal Murray, you didn't even know he was out two. there. He was O of 2. But that's 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 right. The 2 bothers me more than the O. I mean, yeah. that's an exaggeration, but the it's two shots. It's what Wind was just saying the way he set the scene here is perfect because if there was one guy who absolutely has to bring the energy uh tonight it's Jamal. And when you look around and you see everyone in that malaise and AG was clearly didn't have it tonight. Then two early fouls brings Porter off the floor, which we'll talk about later. You just If anyone has to look around and go, at bare minimum, I can't be lethargic tonight. I yeah. can't be tentative tonight. 
and it was uh, not shot ready Jamal. It was a bit confounding, really. It was incredibly confounding. He came out in the third quarter and it was like, okay, order's being restored. He's like yeah. starting to play. All right, we're getting some shots. We're getting. He's engaged, but again, like why? Why? Why not to the second half? Like, why not start? In the first half. Yeah. Well, the Nuggets only had 53 points in the first half. And, like, that's not nearly enough for Denver if the Nuggets are going to be playing the type of defense that they played tonight. Right. They need to be scoring in the yeah, 60s exactly. in both halves. Yes. And, I mean, you looked at Jamal and you're like, bro, we need your offense right now. Totally, man. We only have 53 points. Like, we need you. Everybody's tired. And, yeah, that first half he was invisible. But the weirdest thing was after halftime – he played the beginning of the third quarter like he was shot out of, shot out of a cannon. Like he yeah. was riding like, a hot streak. He hit a three. He was like really engaged defensively. Yeah. Like running the pick yeah. and roll, good passes. It was it was a 180 degree shift, I thought. It absolutely was. It absolutely That's was. That's the weirdest thing about like, it. Like, I mean, on Twitter, I buried him and then I resurrected him. Yeah. One, just, just one half later. It, um, and I'm then, sorry. but just, I, yeah, it is. This is the thing with Jamal this season. It's like so frustrating. Because he's such, you just you see glimpses. What was different? What was different about the game in the second half? I have him? no idea. <laughs> yeah, like I have no idea. Maybe he saw my tweets. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah, and that's listen. There's also like I'll raise my hand here, and it's red-handed, like red color, painted red, whatever. What? Uh, I'm guilty <laughs> as charged of doing this okay. as well. Um, you know, I'll tweet out that Jamal's been really bad in the third quarter, and how many times have we seen him come in in the fourth and, and clean it up? And that's awesome. That's been the story of a lot of games this and year. And that's awesome. But today was a great example of one where I think he would have been most valuable just right out of the gate setting a different tone. And, um, and uh, yes, I did, Marjan. I'm sorry. Marjan, excuse me. <laughs> Marjan, yeah, if Bojan. you really want to, you can put this entire loss... Not on the back to back. Not on the back to back, but on the Brendan. Not Boat. the travel schedule. I'll take it. Not the emotional letdown of the biggest win of the season. Yes. <laughs> I also like how we took seven minutes of the pregame to go, this is a trap game. They might lose. And everyone's mad at us. I'm like, I thought I thought they'd lose. Yeah, no, this is right. why I, I said the word. I'll take I take the L. This, like, you know, you got if you're if you're like really mad about this, you gotta watch more seasons of NBA basketball. This is like this this is the most Classic NBA game of all time. A back-to-back -back where a team that's been on a hot streak comes in and just looks confusingly flat, plays bad defense for some reason, as though almost as though defense <laughs> takes energy to play at a high level. Sometimes it sucks, man. Sometimes it sucks. Yeah. I do feel like that Boston game was obviously like two, three, four steps forward, and then this game was like three steps back. I did this, this, this game was nothing. And I'll explain why. Because a couple games ago, or a couple weeks ago, Michael Mullen was at practice and he was talking about how he had been having these conversations with the Nuggets front office about how they needed to play with <laughs> Who do more I length defensively. Vote's putting his ankles so close to me. Who do I tell? <laughs> do I tell you, or is this a Kale thing? It's you camera. have to report that to <laughs> our <laughs> non existent HR department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just fire me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're making a great point. Very distracting over here. <laughs> My jacket's not Here's why out. I think tonight was a bit of a step back in some respects. Michael Mullen was talking about how, yes, we need to play with more length defensively. I was just having these conversations with Calvin Booth, and when we have more length on the floor, and our analytics team is telling us that when we do that, our numbers are better defensively. 
And then we see lineups tonight where it's like Jamal and Bones and Bruce Brown. And Christian Brown plays three I, minutes. I'm 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 ready to uh, and um oh, sorry. And like after he made that comment a couple weeks ago, we had a couple games where we were seeing those lineups. And then and then tonight was kind of a, a step back in that respect, I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I'm sorry, Harrison. I thought you <laughs> we were done. And let's, let's take time to apologize to one another and to everyone else in the chat. Chat, we're sorry. Brandon, I'm sorry. Harrison, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry I'm showing so much ankle. Dude. <laughs> sorry I'm wearing these slippers. I don't even remember what I was going to say. To apologize you know what? I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, so God. there you go, Harrison. Oh, no, I remembered. And we can talk about this, I think, for a little bit. I'm ready to sell and send and ship away the Murray Stagger. I'm good on that. Let's talk about on th that on the other side. Let's hit a break. We need to reset for a second, I yeah, let's, think. Yeah, let's just, like, let it, just everyone shake it out. Yeah. Just, like, sort of... Uh, Take a breath, maybe get up, walk around the room a little bit. Because I want to talk about more, uh, talk about the Murray Stagger more as well. But let's hit a break first. We'll we'll be right back. Someone says, "Votes trying to carry." Uh, Harrison's trying to carry the show seriously while these two just make jokes. I'm yeah, like, because you show. guys, are, what That's we're trying to show. do is calm you people down. You, we're trying to calm the angry seeds. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just <laughs> trying to survive. Let's talk about Denver Health because it is time. Open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January 15th. Listen, you may say to yourself, I don't need health insurance. That, if you think we tempted the gods in the pregame show tonight, <laughs> that's how you, that's tempting the medical gods. Oh boy. I did that once, woke up with scarlet fever. Don't recommend it. Stay covered. Mm -hmm. Don't pay out of pockets for things like life-threatening illnesses that I thought were eradicated. So, you want to check out Denver Health Medical Plan because they offer elevated exchange plans available on the Connect4 Health Marketplace with great benefits and affordable plan choices. You can also call direct at 303-602-4912 and sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Remember, open enrollment for the exchange runs November 1st to January 15th, so call today at 303-602-4912 or visit www.denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Let's talk about Game Time 2 because let's it's the it. hottest new ticketing app and they're good friends of ours now. Well, let's be let's be specific. They're partners of ours, baby. You can find a link to Game Time and Nuggets tickets in the description of this show, which you can see uh, on that YouTube description or on your podcast description. And here's the deal. They have the best seats at the best prices and sometimes folks realize late they're not going to make it to the game. Uh, you you have realized late you want to go to this game. Yeah, dude. You're two parties that need to find each other. Oh. And in that way, game time is really a dating app. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. You won't find a better Wait, deal this season on Nuggets <laughs> tickets than, uh, than game time. So if you love DNVR, one of the best ways to support us is by buying your ticket through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app. Score the best seats to all your favorite events. Let's go. All right, we back. We're back, dude. We let's, are back. Let's get here. back into this mess. <laughs> let's get let's, back into it's all back. X's and O's, advanced analytics, and <laughs> graphs and charts. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we're back here on the DMVR Nuggets post game lounge, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Talking about this Nuggets loss, one twenty four, one eleven to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And vote right before you read those reads, you were talking about Jamal Murray staggering with the bench. And we saw that again tonight. I don't think the results were great. What's your overall take on that decision right now? 
to me, it's just a sort of weird allocation of resources, particularly if Jamal's going to be like stagnant. Is that a fair word? He's not very aggressive. Like when he's with that unit, you might think, okay, here comes a lot of uh, like a, a burst of Jamal points or whatever, and the ball's going to be in his hands. And he seems pretty deferential out there with that unit. And to me, what that does then, if he's not bringing offense, he's taking away from what, in my opinion, is the best dynamic they've had defensively on the second unit this year, and that's either with KCP or AG, maybe preferably the latter, staggered in alongside Zeke, Christian, and Vlaco, just for the defensive versatility. And then for Bones, it's Bones surrounded by defenders. Maybe you get stops. Maybe you get to run and play in space instead of that janky half-court stuff. I just don't know what the point of Jamal plus Bones is if Jamal's not going to shoot a ton, and to me, he hasn't been. Yeah. I mean, when Jamal's been out there with the bench, he's just getting in some good cardio. Right. That's yeah. what it seemed I mean, like to me. Of. He's not even really getting great cardio. He's kind of <laughs> jogging back up and down. Yeah, he I was mean, just standing in the corner. Like, not, you know, he wasn't like, I mean, just nothing. Just completely yeah. disengaged. It's like if you're going to play Jamal Murray 35 minutes, and I've already been on record, I think he's playing too many minutes this season. But playing him with the bench, that just seems like a waste of his minutes to me. It really does at least with how that unit is working right now. Because he's sharing the floor with Bones Highland during those minutes. Bones Highland dribbles the ball like 80% of the time yeah. when he's out there with the second unit. That means Jamal's just standing in the corner on the wing. There's not a lot of passing. There's just not a lot of ball movement. Vlako Chanchar seems like the only guy who's willing to like move, move and try to <laughs> set a screen and cut and try to... like do a basketball thing when Bones Highland is dribbling the ball. And so right now it just seems like those minutes are a waste to have Jamal out there. And um, yeah, he's just, he's not meshing with that group. And I don't know if that's something that's on Bones Highland, on the coaching staff, just on everybody. But um, it, it just seems like they're wasting his minutes. You know, like I've said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, the even if you're just a stats person, like there's just nothing. It was just a an absolute zero uh, from Jamal in those in those minutes, and it, it is bizarre. Like we've talked about, like you know, is it is there like a weird dynamic when Bones and Jamal are on the court? Like it makes Jamal too deferential. Like it makes him like it. Bones becomes the alpha, and Jamal. I don't know. I don't know any of that. I don't know what's going on other than. Jamal did not exist when Bones was on the court running the show. You would think that those two would could provide like a pretty like dynamic one-two punch, like a Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum type mm-hmm. situation. If if they so if they were so inclined, and again, I don't know if this is coaching or I don't know if it's just like they start off in <clears throat> in that formation and then it's sort of on the players to read and react, and, and Jamal is just not engaged. He I just feel like they don't run anything. Yeah, they, they just pretty much give the ball to Bones Highland, and it's just run, pick, and roll. And then you have Vlatko, like, trying to run around and make stuff happen, and that's it. Um, they're not, like, running a real offense, I feel like. No, so I so then, right, follow up, just throw your best and most athletic defenders out there and get a group that maybe can cause a little havoc and run a little bit because the half court's just so <sighs> sticky. The crazy thing, though, about this game, like, as frustrating as it is and looking back and – there's so many obvious things that that's at least seem obvious that were handled incorrectly. The Nuggets were well within striking distance 
coming down into the clutch. And then, sure. And then they just flat ran out of gas. Yeah, there's your big talent deficit, right, doing its thing, but they just didn't execute. They, I mean, it wasn't the game was not out of reach by any stretch. Like, with about four minutes left, it was a two-possession game. And then, you know, then your big guns were out, and they just they just did what players on a back-to-back that traveled across the country do. They just completely fell apart. They just, they let, you know, Anthony Edwards, they let the, the, the team with the fresher legs kind of do whatever they want, and they, they lost. That's what happens. Yeah, I would agree with that. Nicole agree. Jokic tonight, 24 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. In 33 minutes, he was our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. look at that. Um, Not a lot of competition for DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game tonight, even though I don't think this was a great Jokic game by any means. Um, The most important stat of Jokic's night, I think, 10 of 20 from the field, that's 50% for all you math majors out there. Hell yeah. He keeps his streak alive of consecutive 50% field goal shooting games <laughs> and has still only shot under 50% from the field in one game this insane. season. Insanity. It's insane. Like, even on a mediocre game tonight against Rudy Gobert, who, by the way, Nicole Jokic has Rudy Gobert so figured out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not even funny. Jokic missed a lot of bunnies tonight. I think I was talking about it in the uh, quick recap. He just missed a lot of easy ones. He did. He got upset with the officials. He didn't get any calls tonight. I mean, how many free throws did he shoot? <coughs> Four? Yeah. He shot the same amount of free throws as Rudy Gobert. Um, Luca Garza got a bunch, though, so that was cool. <laughs> Luke yeah, Garza. a Luca game. <clears throat> yeah. Um, a mediocre night from Jokic. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't his best game. It's, uh, he's held, obviously, to an unfair standard because he is so transcendent. He's so great. He is, one of, he is an all-time player. Um, he did about as much as he could do, but he was, he was not without fault tonight. He was sloppy. Yeah. He was tired. The man was tired. Uh, what, do you, what do you want to do? I also think it was... Jamal was just getting cardio out there. AG couldn't hit anything. And I was going to make this point earlier. The starter who looked the most encouraging offensively was Porter, who gets taken off the floor with two quick fouls, only logs 27 minutes. And sometimes with Porter, once a a streak ends, it feels like we never see him again. (laughs) Totally. Uh, And I felt like he, it looked early, like he was up to impact this game. And I didn't, I like that. This is very easy to say in hindsight. Like, it pretty standard. Guys come out after two quick fouls. I wish he hadn't, in hindsight. I thought he gave this, the, the starters a, a dynamic they needed tonight, and I wish he could have played more and got more shots up. I feel like it could have helped, helped swing some key moments. Well, sure. I mean, they needed offense tonight, definitely. 18 points for Porter, 6-9 shooting. He hit four threes. I mean, an ultra-efficient night. Didn't really do much else, just two rebounds, no assists. But... um. I'll have to go back and watch um, when he got taken out and kind of what the vibe was at that point. But, Are you um, sure you want to go back and watch? I probably won't. <laughs> On paper, it looks you know like a solid night from him. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron Gordon tonight, though. 12 he had points. A rough night, man. Four of 18 shooting. I mentioned earlier he went 0 of 10 in the first half from the field. He had 12 offensive rebounds. So 12 s- offensive rebounds? A lot of the guys, like, there's three, there's like three spurts where he had f- four misses and rebounds. Oh, dude, he was getting, he got blocked by yeah. Rudy Gobert like 12 yeah. times today. And then kept getting back his rebound and really wanted to uh, to finish the play, but just couldn't. 
Yeah, I give Aaron Gordon a pass for tonight. Me, me too. Full on. Me too. I think he played his ass off last night. Defended Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for most of that game. Was great with the starters and the second unit. So, you know, out of anybody, I give him a pass. And we talked about this on the pregame show. He played 37 minutes last night. That's at the upper level of what he plays. He usually doesn't hit the high 30. So I wasn't going to be surprised if he was a little off tonight. Yeah, 37 high impact, high energy minutes yeah. last night. Yeah. But that's another takeaway. The starters just weren't good enough. No, especially defensively and even offensively. Just a, a subpar night from the starters, and that's going to be tough to win when they're in that big of negatives. And there's one player that finished in the positive on a Nuggets uniform. I'm surprised oh. you haven't said it yet. <laughs> oh, actually, was there? <laughs> you want to say it or me? I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. It was DeAndre Jordan. No, it was uh, Christian Brown. Christian Brown. Christian Brown, wow. All three minutes and two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they um, just got outplayed, out-efforted, out out-executed down the stretch tonight, and those things do happen across 82. But I think I think it's fair to sort of look at it through the lens, again, of that uh, confidence board and just say, feel good about the team, but there's there's room for improvement. There's headroom. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw a t the other supposed best team in the NBA, the Boston Celtics, come in and look flat as a pancake last night against the Denver Nuggets. and But they were playing with high energy. They weren't playing on a back-to-back. -to, -back. to me, like, it, it, there, there are no indictments to be had tonight. Like, it, it's, they're, they're going to play the next game after being rested, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, man, the Nuggets are good again. And it's like, no, that's, like, come on, man. Like, right. you got to be realistic here. This, we're, not, we're not watching 2K. This is not a... Uh, a computer simulation. These are human beings that have to... Like, I, when I sat down to watch this game, I was like, oh my God, like, my eyes are tired from last night. Like <laughs> We're my, tired on my the My thumbs are tired. Like, a, the idea of, like, going in and watching this game felt exhausting. I can't imagine what these guys went through to actually go through and play the game. Yeah. And, you know, they're, play, they're paid handsomely for this, and it's all right for a fan to want to see a win and be annoyed by this effort. No, it's but you've got to be realistic. It does life. happen, right. It does happen. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about a couple guys on the bench here. Bones Highland, 18 points, led all scores off the bench. 7 to 12, he hit four threes, six rebounds, two assists, one turnover, two steals. He was a minus 15, though. I didn't feel like Bones was that bad. I just feel like he was a minus 15 because he got killed defensively and the Nuggets didn't play defense when he was on the floor. Well, also, yeah, he played a lot with, like, Zeke Naji who was getting killed. He played a yeah, lot with... this was I mean, a rough he, Zeke night. He, Bones played with a lot of different lineups. Like, Bones early on was getting in passing lanes. He was making steals. He was playing with energy. Like, he was playing... Bones was about the only person that had any jump tonight. Mm -hmm. um, and But, yeah, he ended up with minus 18 or whatever. Like Minus 15. Minus 15, but at the same point in time, he was the second-leading scorer. Like, I mean, I, I don't remember during the game just watching Bones getting just absolutely killed on defense. More often than not, I was like, oh, wow, that's a good contest. Like, he's a whatever. But. Yeah. No, watching the game, I was thinking he was having a good night. His first stint, he was pretty active in terms of uh, passing lanes. Yeah. A couple deflections, maybe got did get the one steal, I think, uh, two or three deflections. I thought offensively, Bones was good tonight. He was. Yeah, he was. Uh, it's he a good was example. Great offensively. 18, 18 points is nothing to sneeze at. It's a good example of why you, when I'm doing player grades, I don't just check the plus minus column. Yeah. It, there's, more, <laughs> there's more to the picture than that. It was not a perfect night from Bones. You could definitely find some low lights defensively, but that's true of just about everyone that took the floor tonight. Um, 
including you know the very best players. So he wasn't alone in that regard. wasn't a perfect game, but I think you count this one. Um, I think you count this one. I thought, yeah, I think he ultimately did play good defensively or better. This is in his string of games of improvement, right? Yeah, this is another one notch for Bones of digging himself out of that December hole that was pretty deep. Yeah. Zeke Naji has been a lock for rotation minutes over these last couple of games. He's been Man, in there. He had a rough game. I feel like he's been playing well. He did not play well tonight. 12 minutes, three points, one of three shooting. He missed a three tonight. It was the first shot he took in the game, I think, and he almost broke the backboard on that three. <laughs> um, that was a big miss. Then he stepped up to the free throw line, bricked his first free throw as well. Two rebounds, two turnovers, two fouls. Where are you at in the Zeke Naji experience, uh, Brendan Vogt? With Zeke so far, it has been there's been more positive impact in terms of what it allows these units to do than it is Zeke is playing well. You know, you go like he hasn't had a lot of great moments, certainly has not had a lot of great box scores. Now, I have liked the looks of bench lineups that include him because of what he can do defensively, because he moves quicker than DeAndre Jordan. But I do think there is a being honest with ourselves about how well he's actually playing when he's been on the floor. And more than fair to say you could use more rebounding. The shot, I can't Bro. believe someone looked at, M at Zeke Naji in the NBA and thought, let's just change the We used jumper. to talk about how his jumper looked like he came out of a machine. Shoot out of a phone booth, Wind used to say, and, and it looks pretty bad right now. And look, maybe, okay, you changed mechanics and that needs reps, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why did they touch that shot? So I think it's okay to look at Zeke and say, I want more out of you, um, even if you do like the look that he gives this team Tonight he wasn't very good. God, he was he was terrible tonight. Yeah, Zeke was terrible tonight. He like, was. There were so many moments where, just like a ter like a horribly embarrassing thing happened, and it was like it was at the expense of Zeke Naji. I mean, I I am a absolutely in Zeke's corner. Like I want to see him do well. I do believe that he has a lot of like untapped potential. I can't believe his how bad his jump shot looks right now, especially where it started from. Um, but like he was just like deeply ineffective. He got a couple like tough rebounds, but then like those only, only those though. Yeah, only but then but two. then those became comical at right, the end. Like right. it was like he was on the ground a lot. Like I mean, my God. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I, I I've got no explanation for him. He, he, it's not like he played a lot last night either. I would feel he played so, the same amount of minutes last night. I would 12. feel so much better if he was just securely grabbing rebounds and. He just, he really seems to struggle with that. It's crazy. Look at Zeke's college numbers. He was a very good rebounder. And mm -hmm. he has, he has not been an impactful rebounder at the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I'm at in the Zeke Naji experience. Um, like, I really want him to be good, but yes. the more I watch him, the more I just wonder if, if there's like actually gonna happen, right? anything there that is going to help it, this it, team. For Zeke Naji, it feels like the conditions have to be perfect. Like if yeah, that's it, a good point. If you, it, he's putting his ankles near me again. Do you? I do. Okay. Go. <laughs> um, no, like he. If it's the right matchup, if he's playing the four yeah, like next to a rim protector and is the fourth option and can get pick and pop threes. Yes, there there are there are situations that absolutely, absolutely. call for Zeke's skill set and Zeke's body type and Zeke's everything. But like tonight was just absolutely not one of them. And, you know, like when 
it looks like you know when you find yourself watching a game like this where he's just getting like bodied and out hustled and everything you're like Mike, like you just see the deficiency you just see like what's not there yeah um and it sucks because again this is a game where Zeke Naji should be like take the opportunity to really put his stamp on a game and show the coaching staff like why he deserves more minutes like why it is th- this conversation still happens about why he's not getting in the game well um, it's because DeAndre Jordan's that bad that, that, that's well, why that. we, there is that, that yeah. that's why we have the conversation about Zeke Naji that we do and, and because the team is more than willing to start the conversation in the offseason you know you heard a lot about how the training camp MVP how ready though. he had to, to go he was and and not a lot of looks and you know to the point you're making there's some examples of maybe why Malone wasn't super gung-ho of throwing him out there right away yeah but then why why is there all that noise? So it's just it's tough. And Zeke's flashes have been much better than it feels like with how we're talking about him now. But I think you guys are kind of hit the nail on the head with how fickle it seems in terms of getting the yeah, circumstances man. right. It's just like I've I've watched Zeke play in the rotation the last week or so. I think he's had some really good moments. I definitely think he's better than DeAndre Jordan. I think if the Nuggets want to win that game, Zeke Najee's going to give them a better shot at doing that than DeAndre Jordan. That being said, I just haven't seen what I've needed to see to feel comfortable with him playing (coughs) important minutes in the playoffs. And I mean, if he's not going to be doing that this season, Nuggets should trade him this year. He also has gotten among the worst deals, the rawest deals, for guys that have been in Denver, which is, look, most of this is just playing with Jokic, but I think we can say, done a fair job developing guys, identifying guys, helping them reach the rotation level. Yes, there are guys who have left Denver and exploded. Bull is the poster child example. Um, but Denver's done a good job of putting guys into good situations, and Zeke is not one of those guys, right? For, for as much as I don't think he played well tonight, and there are a lot of questions about him, he has not had a lot of run or consistent run or plays with different lineups a lot. And yeah. it's it's a tough situation. And it it's just weird. I didn't think the Zeke tenure would go the way Dude, it, it is weird. But and again, like I I I have I can't kill anybody for tonight, but it is it's just one of these things where it's like, man, this was an opportunity for you when the majority of the team was just clearly like not able to perform. Like you it's like moments like these that you want unexpected people to step up and take the rain, you know, like an Austin Rivers game, like a, you know, like these games where you have some guy go off that you weren't expecting. And, you know, he's, I clearly didn't get that from anybody, but you just want, you want the guy when he gets the opportunity to show why he's, why anyone should fight for him. Let's hit another break. We'll hit super chats on the other side, jump around the association as well. Some big games to get to and around the association. Oh, Let's go. Have you even checked, or did you just say that, like, reflexively? I'm just assuming. Yeah. yeah. There were, though, Harrison. There were. So buckle up. Whether you're feeling a little hungover after a tough win, just the vibes were too high, or you're just... Can re- relate. You're just really sad after a loser's lounge. Can relate. You got to start the next day the right way. How's and the that? right way to start any day is with Athletic Greens. That's why I use them literally every day. Because... Why keep track of all these different vitamins and pills? Who's got time for this? No one makes lists anymore. Write, write, written notes? Not a chance. Don't keep track of all that stuff. Just get everything you need. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, 
probiotics and adaptogens. Yeah, well, you gonna go to the store and buy adaptogens? No, you just get one scoop of AG, <laughs> dump it into 12 ounces of cold water, and you're set for the day. Make your nails shiny, up your gut health. Ding, ding, ding. Really just put yourself in a great spot. Take advantage of the ultimate daily nutritional insurance that is Athletic Greens. And Athletic Greens is making it easy for you by giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Oh, hell so yeah. whether you're at home base in Denver or on the road in Belgrade, oh. you can start your day with Athletic Greens. You know who could have used some AG tonight? Who's that? AG. Ah, well said. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Well said. <laughs> Eric, how do we do on the old DraftKings app tonight? Well, none of the Nuggets played well, and we had bet on the Nuggets. So oh. I'll, I'll let you fill in the blanks. Not well? Well, <laughs> Nikola Jokic did hit a three-pointer. That was one of my bets. Yeah, that was That close. hit. Nikola Jokic was to score 24 and a half points. He scored 24. So that's an L. Wow. Okay, so it didn't go great for Eric. That's a bad Eric. beat, as they say in the That business. is a bad yeah. beat. Uh, but it might go better for you if you find your unit, bet responsibly, and have a lot of fun with DraftKings Sportsbook because it's that time of the year. And DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And as I was just alluding to, the NBA is heating up. Oh, it's on fire! Nuggets. I was going to say rounding into form if you just close your eyes and pretend <laughs> that didn't happen. Donovan Mitchell scoring. I don't want to blow around the association. Dude. But there are plenty of reasons to get skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up because if you do, you can turn uh, a $5 pregame money line bet into $150 in free bets if your team wins. That's pretty cool. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Uh, Maryland sports fans, this applies to you too. You can get in oh. on the fun with us. And uh, I just got a DM. I should probably move the gnome. It's an unfortunate place. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code DMVR. And uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. I love that uh, most things are like That's hilarious. All right. <laughs> All right. We are back here on the. DNVR Nuggets <laughs> post-game lounge presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Harrison Wynn, Eric Weedham, Brendan Vote here. Nuggets fall tonight, 124-111 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nuggets now have a little homestand. Let's Another go. little homestand. Lit. I wonder if they magically look good again on the homestand. Thursday, they've got the Clippers. Friday, another back-to-back. They've got the Cavs. The Red Hot Cavs. We'll get to them in a second. Then on Monday, they have the Lakers. Then on the Wednesday, January 11th, the Nuggets welcome in our friends, the Phoenix Suns. Let's freaking go, dude. Our Who, good friends. Dude, no one in the world down more bad than the Phoenix Suns right now. Holy hey, man. Smokes. Hey, man. They're missing a key guard. That's a great point. They're, they're down, missing two stars. They're down some. They're and, missing two stars. And listen, man, that can it can make it tough to play at your best. I don't think when so. you're missing a key player. Two. Isn't that right, Phoenix? <laughs> Should we go around the association? Let's, around the association. Let's go around the A here. Let's start in. First Cleveland. off, can we just complain about the fact that there's going to be another back-to-back this week? Sure. Yeah, sure. Let's complain. Why NBA? Why? Why? Do you think if the NBA? Just eliminated back-to-backs, players would stop resting? No. <laughs> I don't think that at all, but I think that they would put out a better product. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, in Cleveland, 
The Cavs beat the Bulls 145-134 in overtime. Donovan Mitchell. I heard he played well. Had 71 points. Did you say 71? 71 points. points. points? What is, dude, the NBA is absurd. The NBA is so drunk right now. It needs to go home. Every night, it's like some guy scored something you've never heard of before. Some guy did something that hasn't been done since Wilt. <laughs> Dude, Wilt, that's every night. Wilt is not, he's uncomfortable now. The NBA is coming for him. Vote had a great tweet today where he was like, it was something along the lines of, here's what you get when you follow Nikola Jokic's career. You get to understand the culture of Serbia and you get just a whole rundown and deep dive on Wilt Chamberlain's on Wilt career. Chamberlain. I'm on the Wilt Chamberlain beat. Yeah. Here in <laughs> a constant reminder of Wilt Chamberlain's career right. stats. You're just, wow, wow, he did this, and he did this, and this, and this. Anyways, Donovan Mitchell, 71 points tonight. That's a ridiculous game, and he had 11 assists. That's Dude, crazy. No, we know Booker had 70, Nelson. Guess what? He lost. <laughs> they took timeouts to get it to 70. Donovan Mitchell came back from down 25. Yeah, man. 25. That puts Booker's game to shame. Oh, man. That's crazy. Who do you guys think, um, like, as far as the Gobert-Mitchell split goes? Yeah, who do we think got the better deal Who's of that? Who's looking better on Dude, the other Dude, the crazy end? thing is that you remember when Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell were trading 50-point yes. games? Yes. Things have changed. Those two have gone in opposite directions, I would say. They have. They have. We just need Jamal Murray. Jamal, get healthy. Be right, get right again. Get back on the schedule. Jamal Murray used to fight. He used to be Devin Booker, Jamal Murray, yep. Donovan Mitchell. Yep. All three of those players were in the exact same place. And Jamal has just fallen so far off. We know the reason. All the same. Please get back there, bro. Please. Yep. We all want him to get back there for sure. In New York at Madison Square Garden. New York. The New York Knicks beat the Phoenix Suns 102-83, and it wasn't even that close. Bing bong. The Phoenix Suns had 11 points in the first quarter. They had 20 points in the second quarter. They had 33 <laughs> points with nine minutes remaining in the third. Yo. This is all we have for tonight. Is all we can do is laugh at others. It's a full schadenfreude lounge. I really don't think Phoenix ever recovered from that game seven loss. <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, they clearly. If really, I mean, if you want to know what's what's wrong with Phoenix, is that they their rise was false and it was based all on Chris Paul, and Chris Paul has now fallen the. But F-off. Chris Paul was amazing during yeah, 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 those yeah, saying, years. I'm saying, but like from them to go from not in the playoffs to the first seed in one cycle is false. That's not how, and then. They were full, they were completely reliant on Chris Paul, and now he's yeah. now he's no longer. So Chris Paul was a minus thirty eight tonight. <laughs> minus thirty eight. But his jersey was tucked in, so that's all that matters. Good job. No technical. Yeah. Good job. I, he followed the rules. Oh, uh, let's see. What else do we got? Oh, can we here? talk about the Pelicans? Let's talk about the Pelicans. Because if the Nuggets ate such a tor- horrible, tough loss, that's so excruciating. And then all, no, no good teams lose this way, right? The Pelicans lost in Philly to the 76ers, 121-11. That's nice. Joel Embiid at 42. Big Not game from nice. him. Yeah. James Harden, 27. It's a good win for Philly. They've been it, playing well. They have been playing well. Uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets uh, got another win over a bad team. That's the thing. Okay, I, I commend the Brooklyn Nets for this now 12-game winning streak. It's 
really, really hard to win 12 games in a row in the NBA, no matter the competition. Oh, For yeah. everybody saying they're like championship contenders, just look who they've beaten over this stretch. It's not the most impressive. They have, they have some good wins in there. They do. They have a couple. Uh, they beat the Spurs tonight, 139-103. Kevin Durant, nice game. Kyrie Irving, nice game. Yada, yada, yada. Um, Luka Doncic, 39 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. A bit of an off game from him. Uh, and the Dallas Mavericks beat the Houston Rockets, 111-106. And in Charlotte... The Lakers won. LeBron James had 43 points. Uh, the Lakers 16 and 21, though. And if we go to, let me see if there are any other finals here. Uh, Indiana beat Toronto 122 114. Nothing really <laughs> oh, yeah, that's big right. to talk about there. Zion left that game with a hamstring injury, right? Yeah, Zion got oh, hurt again. Man. That's tough. Good call, Daniel. And then the two that games still tough. going on, or three games still going on, Golden State up on, up on Atlanta, Portland up on Detroit, Clippers down to Miami. Should we hit some Super Chats? Please. Let's hit some Super Chats here. All right. Can you make that screen a little bigger, Kale? James Davis says positive vibes. $10 super Thank chat. You. MPJ actually dunked again today. Let's go. He did. He did. Uh, Ryan <laughs> Trost coming in. Losers Lounge, real ones, press like. Did vote jinx in pregame officially. <laughs> yes. This yes, could did. be called the back-to-back -back loss in uh, Minnesota. It could also be called the jinx The jinx loss. Game by Brendan. Well, Bell. I agreed with everybody. This guy is falling. And uh, the Nuggets are, they have fallen all the way to number one in the West. <laughs> but I am still sorry. Landon Wright, $5 super chat. Every time I get to see the Nuggets in Minnesota, somehow the Wolves role players go off. Are all of the Wolves good? Yes. I blame d -line. What the hell? <laughs> That's the I'm so glad you're here. Oh, God. A real what a bunch of horse shit. A real lightning rod next to me here. <laughs> Which is crazy because I mean, look at the, the, I know, man. Though, I can't believe I'm anyone who saw either. the movie Powder <laughs> should know that that is that will not be safe. It in looks the like field. you're wearing a mitten on your foot. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, it's awesome. The Oso Blanco, two dollars to say I wanted to win. Is that a quote? I wanted to win too. Is, is that a reference? Or the, do they always put quote marks around them? Always quote marks. Oh, so you just said he wanted to win. Dude, that's totally fine. I, I wanted to With win, With you, too. man. I'm annoyed that they didn't. Yep. Luke Cunningham, $10. <coughs> took my four-year-old to her first ever game tonight. <laughs> All night, she kept telling anyone who listened, Nikola Jokic is the top human. Hell yeah. Your four-year-old was saying that? We love these nuggets. Yes. Thanks, my fellas. God. We need to get her on the show. What a great parent. Luke. Thank you, and a future I, you member of the DNVR Nuggets let podcast. Your daughter listen to this show. Unbelievable. Thank you. Girl, I'm young. You know what I mean? Uh, drunk philosophy, uh, sloppy play. It happens looking forward to Thursday. Thursday. Good, good game. How does the drunkest person in the chat have the most <laughs> measured take? Measured take of the night. Yeah. Drunk oh. philosophy might be on to something. Drunk, drunk philosophy is yeah, uh, on a heater. I think he, he's more philosophical than drunk tonight. <laughs> Uh, $5 from Jacob Christensen. The Jamal Stagger is completely pointless. Probably makes them worse because they're too small defensively with Bruce Brown at the three. Yep. Strong agree. Didn't work tonight. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, it they got to change up something big if they're going to. Ryan coming back around that. to apologize. No, you don't have to apologize, Ryan. You're right. You were right. Yeah, actually. Keep that money. Do it again and take back the take back. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, tough night for the Nuggets. 124-111, they fall to Minnesota. Can I ask you guys a really quick question before please, we get out of here? Please. I'd love it. We touched on it in the pregame. Who do you think, let's say top five teams, tier one in the NBA? <laughs> wow, are we going to start this just, right just, now? Just real quick, right? Just real quick on the way tier out. One Should we get NBA. out that graphic? Who do we think are the best teams in the league right now? I think the best teams in the league are the Nets, the Denver Nuggets, the uh, the Grizzlies? I don't know. Are the Grizzlies the top? They, they they seem very fraudulent to me. I mean, the Celtics, I think, are in there. Yes. They got to be in there. So Celtics are in there. Um, they're five they, and the five in their last, last night by the Denver Nuggets. I, I know that they're like trending down, but that's after being absurd to open No, I know. Season. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to provide important context to those angry in the chat. Oh. What's that last super chat? Six games in eight days, six and two in that span, still number one. Mini was desperate. Denver will have a few more like this, but we're fine. Bones is better, and rotations are close to perfect deep breaths. <gasps> close to perfect. Uh, thank you close for that to perfect. super chat. And yes. I demand perfection. Uh, chat says Brooklyn, Denver Nuggets, Pelicans, Celtics, Golden State. The Tier one, the Bucks. The Bucks keep losing and losing. What do you guys, are you paying attention? The Bucks are. They may the be in that tier. But might implode this year. Yeah, the the, the Bucks might, might be, be in the worst shape of everything. Might be a big trade in Milwaukee. Huh. Not including Giannis. Anyway, I say all that to say because I just I still think in either conference, you know, neither team has made enough of a statement for you to feel like, oh, I know who's winning this year. No, this, the the most beautiful thing about this season is that there's not a, a team that you're like, well, we're in the middle of another dynasty. This yeah. is like. This is one of those times where the page could be six, could be turning. Six. Like yeah. it's we when a the, dynasty could start. It, uh, it, yeah, a dynasty minimum Denver. CeeLo correcting himself four and two in their last six. Still good though. Uh, more super chats. Last second drunk philosophy. The last super chat. Come on now. But no, <laughs> because Gordon Glazner, Glazner, Gordon, guy, paying money to echo what our homie CeeLo said. Good looking out, Gordon. Yes. Uh, Kale, you can start that outro music, probably. Oh, it's been going. Has it been going the whole show? <laughs> Kale's trying to get us out of here. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Only the diehards tune in on nights like tonight. So thank you for yes, riding we love with you. us. Listen, we, we got a little contentious. We love you. We I love, love you. I love people that uh, care enough about watching the Denver Nuggets. Listen, I, it's about emotion. You're supposed to be emotional. This is true, too. I believe in my heart, in my soul, the, the sole purpose of sports in this world is to exercise bad emotions uh, in human <laughs> beings, to put emotions that don't serve you in real life into something that is ultimately without consequence. That is sports. Good job. Get, work it out. Keep perspective. We'll be back here tomorrow <laughs> with another show. We've got a super chat off. Gordon. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We, we love, love you. you. Have a good night. Talk to you then. Let's go.